Hey, thanks for listening to the Daily Walk podcast. Just want to remind you that if you have any questions, any thoughts, any comments, or any prayer requests, you can go online to the Boulder Church website, which is at boulder.church. Send them along. We'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, look after each other and live love. Good morning. It is Friday, August 16. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Japheth de Oliveira. And uh, just glad for this week and glad for this passage, uh, Colossians 2, 4-15. And, uh, and let me pray for today. Heavenly Father, as we thank you for today, we thank you for what you call us to. Bless us. Give us your wisdom, your grace, and understanding as we unpack this passage one more time. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, we're back in the English Standard Version today, which is what we started the week off with on Sunday, the ESV. I'm reading Colossians chapter 2, verses 4 through 15. I say this in order that no one may delude you with plausible arguments. For though I am absent in body, yet I am with you in spirit, rejoicing to see your good order and the firmness of your faith in Christ. Subheading, Alive in Christ. Therefore, as you received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. For in him the, f- the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily, and you have been filled in him, who is the head of all rule and authority. In him also you were circumcised with a circumcision made without hands, by putting off the body of the flesh, by the circumcision of Christ, having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through faith in the powerful working of God who raised him from the dead." And you who were dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive together with him, having forgiven us all our trespasses, by canceling the record of debt that stood against us with its legal demands. This he set aside, nailing it to the cross. He disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to open shame by triumphing triumphing over them in him. You know what? I, I'm, I've been thinking this actually every day this week, but What's I've only just end? decided to say it. No, the fact that just all the, uh, the circumcision stuff. I feel that as usual, it's just sort of a barrier for me. Ooh, okay. Mm, you know. Uh-huh. I, I don't know if other women feel that way. Yeah. Or men who haven't been circumcised for that matter. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I don't know how that feels. <laughs> you don't need to tell me either. Um, but yeah, it just feels, as usual, there's a cultural perspective that's just like, huh. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, there is. There is definitely uh, a cultural perspective on that, and I think that I think that there is for some. It, it makes sense, and I, I do believe that he is talking to a metaphor that a reality. Sorry, and that uh, he was then trying to apply into a metaphor to say, look, um, God's not looking for this to be. Well, that's your, an the, example the of how metaphors sometimes don't travel well. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but look, the the key of this particular thing is that he's saying, look, you are, you're transformed from inside out. You're transformed from your heart and not from just an an action that you're doing externally. Um, But let me, uh, let me go to the question for today, our final question for this week. Yes, please do. Yeah. Let's uh, (laughs) let's do that. Uh, Who wants to be accepted and forgiven? Uh, How would you share this as a good thing to someone who feels there is nothing lacking in their life? I added in their life. Mm. And yes, I think that actually that that is 
for first of all, who wants to be accepted and forgiven? I think all humanity does. Um, I think that if we're all honest about it, we all want to belong. Uh, we love to belong. We love to belong to our parents. We love to belong to our community, our friends. We love to belong to our kids, and our kids belong to us. And and I think rejection's hard. Don't you think there's some people who don't ever feel the need to be forgiven because they don't ever acknowledge that they've done anything wrong? Yes. There are uh, a few people like that. That's another thing altogether, but accepted. Well, I'm just thinking a lot of people don't really want to be forgiven because they're like, what do I need to be forgiven for? Yeah, I think there are. I am perfect. I think there are some people who, I wouldn't say that they feel, well, I've met some people and talked to them at length about they're, this. Who they're said, self-justifiers, I have nothing you know? to ever ask God for forgiveness. Yes. I don't need to confess anything to God. And, and they just say, it's look. like maybe pride. Oh, yeah. I know, there's always yeah. that. But, but nothing else. But at the same time, it's because they, they kind of live this, this outward shell of perfection. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's intense pressure they're under, um, but the the need to be accepted is really interesting. So they need to be accepted as a perfect person. Yes, um, they wouldn't and, want to be accepted in any other and way. They wouldn't be like we talked earlier this week about the transparency. They would not want to be accepted as a person like every other human being on this planet has stuff. Uh, we're all broken in some shape or form, and yet we want to be accepted. So I think acceptance and forgiveness are essential. But but I think that the good news, you know, uh, and this good news in particular, this element of good news, is hard to share to people with people who feel like they lack nothing. Yeah. So the person who that we're talking about who and doesn't so, feel that they need, or maybe feels also pretty accepted. You know, there's yeah. some people who are quite popular. People like them. They don't feel kind of out of the loop in any way. So they don't. I th- I think that is hard that Christianity often is a message that is for people who are in really tough situations. Well, you know, yeah, that I, I think so. Jesus is always, you know, the Beatitudes um, speaks I, a lot to people who are in very dire situations and not much to people who are doing fine. But it's interesting how many Christians are doing pretty fine and how that reality shapes the way that they see Christianity too. Because I think you think about it differently if you are I, one of yeah. the, the popular kind of I, ruler class of a yeah. country than I believe, if you're not. Yeah, I believe that the, the, the underlying tension of that is that we perceive, we, we present ourselves as doing fine or we, we think that we're doing fine, but deep down the honest truth is that we're not all doing fine. I, um, I think that the difficulty is that we don't take any time to kind of just ask ourselves are we actually okay? And when we admit that we're not, we're going to do something about it. We'd rather just ignore it. So, But do you think it's possible there are some people who really are okay? Like they feel totally fine with themselves. Not that there's nothing wrong with them, but that they don't feel any angst about it because they don't acknowledge it to be so. So therefore, they really don't have a need for anything. I have met some amazing people in my life who are, for all intents and purposes, are just by what we would consider success and, and everything else they have, they are. Yes. And yet, it, when I speak to them and enough time passes by, the reality of life is upon all of us. Everybody's gone through a journey. Yeah, Nobody reaches that chapter I found that without... to be true. I just wonder if theoretically there could be somebody, who, not that I've ever met anybody that I think falls into that category, yeah. but I just wonder if there are... If, if it's po- you know that we don't know everything about other people's well, inner lives, is it possible that some people really don't feel? I don't think you can be fine in a world that's broken. 
I don't think you can be fine when there's like Maybe if poverty. Maybe you're a, a sociopath. You well, don't, you don't have empathy for other and people. Then, and then we would help them realize that they're, that they're not fine. Well, they wouldn't be able to realize that. I know. Because they don't have that ability. Look, my, my, my <laughs> doctor, um, he, he retired and he was, he, was a, he's a, he was a brilliant doctor. I said to him, you don't have to retire. You can just continue doing it. But, you know, Scott, well, anyway, he retired he in, in December last year. And, uh, and so I haven't had a doctor since December last year. What are we now? We're in August. So, and then I had to go find the new doctor. So I found the new doctor. And... Um, Really, really good guy, and and just did this last week. Filled in the forms, and as I'm filling in the forms, he then you know verified all the stuff, and he asked me the, the simple questions. And one of those was, you know, do you have a will? Hmm. And I and I and just for a moment, I thought, hang on a second, do I have a living will? And and have we actually done that? Other than we've actually written stuff I to ourselves. I think that we did. We did back when we were at Andrews, back, but back I don't know then, if we've done I, it recently. Yeah, and so so what it made me realize is this. There are things that we need to do all the time that mm-hmm. need to be fresh and real, and we don't think about it until somebody asks you, have you done right. that? And have you, you know, when you think about when we, I was like, ooh, 18, 19, I wasn't thinking about retirement. I wasn't thinking about do I need to worry about making sure that I build that up at 18, 19, I was just right. thinking, I want to get a job. I want to get a job. I'm going to pay for a college. I'm going to pay for a car. It's going to be, I'm going to do that, right? Yeah. Uh, as we get older, we're like, I want to be able to retire. I want to be able to... to yeah, not live in a box. Well, yeah, like on half Pearl of a box. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. so all those things are things that I think somebody else needs to help you sometimes to be able to think about that. But look... Unfortunately, our time is up. So let me repeat the question one more time. Who wants to be accepted and forgiven? Uh, how would you share this as a good thing to someone who feels there is nothing lacking? Uh, think about that. Think about how you would do that. Talk to each other. Look after each other. Live love. And we'll connect tomorrow. Thanks for your support for the Daily Walk podcast. Wherever you are in the world, we just want to let you know that we're praying for you. And we're glad that you're praying for us too. If you can help us out by giving online, then please go to boulder.church forward slash give and help this ministry actually make an effect on others as well. Keep us in your prayers, look after each other, and live love.